2019.1. Camera's ready. Camera's ready. They're recording. This one, just I'm gonna just record this one. Let's stop here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Si sabes, we. All right, all right, all right. What's good, people? Thanks for tuning in. We'll get started shortly. Yes. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Against the Ropes. I am Gio Garcia. I am alongside Christian Mosqueda, episode 63, right? We think so? 63. Sounds about right. Correct us if we're wrong, people. Losing track. That's a good problem to have, for sure. It is. It is. But, um, yeah, man, we're going to get started real quickly because we do have some guests here who are going to be joining us, right? Yeah. Anything Ooh. you want to mention before we get started? Nah, just uh, this guy's like one of the most exciting uh, characters in boxing. Not just boxing, I would say just in entertainment, uh, in the sports entertainment uh, industry, because, you know, entertainment is the name of the game. Uh, we see this in, in wrestling, we see this in, in other sports. If you're entertaining, you're already doing half the job, and this guy is, you know, doing just that, being an entertainer inside yes. and outside the ring. And we do have him on the line now. We have Blair. The oh, Flair. Flair. Cows. Woo! Yes, right, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. How's I'm life? Electrifying man in boxing. Oh, I like that. I like that. Well, how's life, Mr. Cobbs? You're fresh off a win, fresh off a lot of uh, good exposure out here. Absolutely, absolutely. It feels great. It feels it feels wonderful to uh, to be acknowledged. Um, shout out to all my fans in, in California. Hey. I love everybody. Yes, sir. You want to get started, Chris, with some questions? We have Chris here. Oh, I'm Gio. You spoke to me earlier, man. Uh, very excited to have you here. I know the people must be excited. If they're not, let me tell them, man. They don't know what they're missing. <laughs> Chris, you want to get started with yeah, yeah. questions? Here we go. Chris, you're on the phone now. What's up, Chris? Hi, Mr. Cobbs. I have a question. Where where did this energy come from to be, to be you know, an entertainer, aside from being a boxer? Um, it just comes naturally. Um, as a kid, I guess I just didn't get a, get a lot of attention as a, as a child. So what, what happens when a child don't get a lot of attention, they, they act up. And when the cameras is on, people are watching, I act out, and it just becomes a part of me. Nice, nice. We talked about how... It's a part of me. Nice. Yeah, we talked about how, how uh, boxers uh, don't have to be just fighters, but they have to be entertainers. You know, you have to sell yourself, you don't have to... You know, entertain the masses because, you know, as a boxer, you you can keep the, uh, the 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 boxing fan, but you also have to entertain the casual, and the casual just wants to be, you know, you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. The um, boxing is a very special thing. It's 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 I, I haven't really seen anything quite like it because there's there's so much going on in boxing. You have you have politics. You have, you have all kinds of different cultures. You have the whole world at stake. You have a, uh, you have a lot of things in entertainment, and then also you have an actual sport, mm-hmm. um, and boxing, and and it's 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 a uh, you have to be a special fighter. You have to be a special person to not only win, 
fans over. Hey. You know, whether you're the good guy or the bad guy, you have to be something bigger um, in order to be a true great fighter. Nice. And you, and uh, do you uh, you take kind of a, the character of uh, the Nature Boy Ric Flair? Woo! What <laughs> what is what is uh what does he mean for you, personally? Oh, he, he's he's an incredible um a cr- incredible individual. I love I love the way he, I was just so inspired by his uh his his charisma, his his ability to win over a crowd, to just step in a room and and, and light up the uh light up the scene, light up the whole room. Um, and I take that into my boxing. I take it with I, I I study every single one of these uh these WWE uh, wrestlers and back in the old days with WCW yeah. and NWO and it's just such a it's such a uh, a wonderful experience and journey um, going through boxing with these these uh these characters um inspiring me and and pushing me forward to my true potential. Nice. What are some other boxers uh, that you grew up watching that 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 there? What are some other ones that you take a little bit from, or what are some some other uh, wrestlers that that you take that uh, entertainment flair from? Um, I like a lot. I like a lot of people. I was I was like the '90s kid, so mm-hmm. like so back in back in my day, it was Shawn Michaels. Okay, heartbreak it was kid. Triple H. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah game. the heartbreak kid. The game. That was my man. DX. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bret Hart. Uh, they had a lot of good wrestlers back in those days. Shawn Michaels, uh, mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hey. And at the back end, it was it was uh, The Rock. Hey. You know, The Undertaker. It was just a wonderful experience just living in that moment back in the old days when when you had the, the N64 and you mm-hmm. played the you Super played Nintendo. 007. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> Golden Gun. Yeah, no, we're, just, we're the same age. We're the Golden same age. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, you know, and I kind of brought all of that into boxing and, and into my persona. I, I truly believe that I am the reflection of all of our generation's uh, past history. Yeah. And, and especially in boxing, one of my, one of my biggest uh, inspirations is Muhammad Ali mm. and how he stood for what he believed in but not only that but he was a true character a true a true uh artist in the ring and outside of the ring with the way he presented himself um as an entertainer nice what was your you know, i mean you probably weren't old enough to see his fights but with the with the advancement of youtube what are some of the most memorable fights that you witnessed of muhammad ali um it's funny how you said that there's so many um it was funny like actually you know what's one of the most interesting fights I've seen him is is where it's kind of I kind of pattern what I do off of what he off of that type of style. He would be losing the fight, mm-hmm. like when he fought Oscar Bonavena, mm-hmm. he he was losing every single round and boom knocked him out. Yeah. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it was in like the ninth, tenth round or something. Like it, it yeah. was it was coming to a close. Like yo, this fight is about to be over and. Boom! He knocks he knocks him out. Yeah. You know the, uh, and then it's kind of like he, he did that exact same thing with George Foreman. Mm-hmm. Where though he's losing the fight, he's getting beat up, he's getting bruised really badly. He's he's in there with the the biggest and the baddest man possibly alive. George Foreman is such is such an incredible athlete and such a powerful puncher. He can come back off of like years, almost a whole decade. 
and still win a world title as an old man. Mm-hmm. There's no telling how powerful um, George Foreman is. And to beat such a man at a young age, at his prime youth, um, is truly remarkable. And it was just like that. It was just like a like a fairy tale. It, he was losing the fight. He was going, you know what I mean? It, people didn't think that he would win. And then all of a sudden, he... He, he finds his opportunity and, and strikes him and knocks the, the, the giant down. It's yeah. just such a wonderful experience just being, just knowing that such a thing can possibly happen, you know? Yeah. And I like to, I like to have anybody that, that truly knows my story to, to be inspired, to truly know that no matter what, no matter how bad it is or how bad it gets, you still have a chance and you still can make it in, in life in whatever you you have a, you're passionate about, whatever sport that you like, whatever you're doing in life, that you can still make it in life. Nice. Well said. I'm going to give you the phone to my co-host, Gio. Got some questions for you. Yeah, yeah. Great stuff, man. You know what? Talking about stories and history, uh, I mentioned to you that I was reading some stuff about you growing up, um, about your father and yourself and your sisters. Is that story true? Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely true. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot of a lot of my, like the stories of my background was something that like I tried to I tried to erase, you know, because cause, like that history was very tough, and um and like it's it's it's, it's moments in life where though like like you're not supposed to talk about this, you're not yeah. supposed to talk about that, and like you know, it's, but like I've grown beyond that uh beyond that experience. And I've known that that this type of experience is what is what truly motivates and inspires uh, people. So I'm not afraid to, to speak about it. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? It's it's very interesting because reading that everything kind of connected because I was, of course, in the post-fight interview. Um, you mentioned uh, Mexico, Guadalajara, you know, all that stuff. So it it started all to make sense, but. You know, can you can you tell us a little bit about that experience in Mexico? That's where you started boxing, right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, I started boxing in Mexico at a time in my life where I lost everything. I lost my identity as a person, as a human being. I had absolutely nothing to gain, nothing to 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 give to this world. I was a young I was a young person, but at the same time, I, I was going through old person problems. Um, my father was uh, was on the run uh, from the law, and me and my sister had to flee from from uh, from you know from the country. Um, and in that time period, you know that was some of my my darkest days. You yeah. know where you like when you're going through those type of dark days. Um, I mean, especially at that particular time, and it's it's horrible to say, yeah. but even. Even suicide is not really a bad idea, you know. At the time, it's like it's not that bad of an idea. Like it's either we're gonna die here, die right now on my terms, or, or just wait for somebody to take us out, you know? Because it's it's a very dangerous, uh, uh, dangerous place that we're in. We're not, like, and it's not just the Mexico thing, but it's, it's the uh, the field of a uh, of business that my father was in as like as a kingpin drug dealer. It's a it's a serious business. You know, and and you have to have a lot of a lot of guards, a lot of uh, security, and it's not easy um, being in a, such a hostile environment where it's, it's very easy. You could easily be, you know, kidnapped or picked up or whatever, and you, you just kind of just living 
um, on a prayer. Wow. Amazing stuff, man. And we'd love to have you on the studio someday, you know, come here, chop it up. Um, after, after, um, like sometime in January, I'm pretty sure I can make it down hey, there perfect. To, uh, to, to come down there. I'm pretty sure I will be down there pretty soon. Perfect, man. We'll hit you up. But you know what? I want to discuss your last fight, too, because we're getting into that a little bit. You you got dropped in that fight. But let me tell you this. Like, you you, you obviously talk about the stuff, getting, um, getting knocked down and getting back up, you know, in real life. But in the, in the ring, it, it seemed like even when you got knocked down, it, it seemed like you were still going to win that fight. Like, regardless, that's what it seemed like, like as a spectator watching on TV. How, how did that knockdown affect you in that fight, if at all? Um, it's just, it's just another lesson on like, especially when it comes to technical, uh, technical things. Cause I'm as, as like, as my age is, is older, but I'm still young as a fighter Yeah. and, um, and my body is still young too, incredibly young. Um, so I'm just going through the, the learning process, um, learning, learning how to catch a punch, how to block a punch, how to roll punches, um, knowing what to do and what not to do. In that particular fight, I'm fighting a guy that's highly resilient, so he's not going to just falter, you know, in in the face of danger. He's uh, he's he's never really been stopped. Yeah. And like the last dude that ever stopped him was a guy that that was like twice his size. It was unbelievable. I like I actually seen the one guy that stopped him, and that one guy that stopped him was huge. He was like nowhere near in his weight class. Yeah. Talking about like a welterweight versus a light heavyweight, you know. Um, and like that show was supposed to be a show where though this guy was going to take me to distance. And um, so I'm very, I'm very pleased that like uh, at myself, I'm very pleased that um, pleased to myself that that I got the work done and I finished the finished the opponent. But yeah. when I when when I got hit in the back of the head. Um, I didn't really get hurt too bad. I just like got off balance for a second, and my hand, my um, my glove touched the canvas for a second. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was surprised that the that the uh, that the referee called it a knockdown, but I was pleased at the fact that this this is something that promotes drama. Yep. And I and I love to put on shows and create drama. I don't want you to know that I'm going to win 100 percent of the time. Hmm. You know, this is like boxing has gotten to a point where like you you have like the 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 A fighter and the B fighter and and like it's like oh yeah this guy's definitely gonna win yeah. oh who, who's gonna win against Earl Spence and and um and, and Sean Porter well Sean Sean Porter is definitely gonna lose because Earl Spence is there and Earl Spence is gonna win and everybody's so so sure yeah. I want I want some drama <laughs> I want people to not know what's gonna happen you yeah. know and um. And also be unpredictable in the sense of how I take care of business. Um, and that fight was supposed to go to distance, you know. My promoters, everybody expected it to just be a, you know, a bummy fight because of how this guy conducts his business. But um, I was able to make it a, a crowd-pleasing fight and take the show in a very, very big uh, big card. Yeah, definitely. Boxing. I know myself, I know when... When somebody faces adversity like that, uh, I say, "Oh, he's actually fighting real fighters. You know, he's not just fighting a guy who's he's uh, set up to to knock out quickly. You know." But um, were you surprised when uh, when he couldn't continue? Um, yeah, a little bit. I was I was a little surprised. I mean, I was crushing him, and I had a whole lot more ass whooping ready for him when he uh, <laughs> if he was to come back out. 
I was excited because then I, I figured him out. I figured yeah. out how to stop his punches. So like I was able to I was able to get very close and throw combinations and and get off really good exciting punches and shots and punch in between his punches. And I'm one of those guys that that change and evolve very very fast. So even in that fight, I evolved and became a completely different fighter. And um, I started walking him down. Most people don't even didn't even expect that. I started walking him down, and yeah. um, it was like I was I was looking forward to it. And then they stopped the fight. I was like, okay. And then then I looked into it a little bit farther. It was probably that body shot that uh that I landed while I was um you know throwing those punches. Every punch that I land is very strong, very fast, and very precise. And um and and could do damage whether it's the head shot or a body shot. Yeah, for he got sure. Hit with both. <laughs> Head and a body shot. <laughs> yeah, man, Cobbs. Uh, it was great talking to you. I know we had to cut it kind of short, but we'd love to have you in the studio someday, man. Whenever you're here in LA, um, I'm gonna pass the the, uh, the phone to my buddy Chris here for his last words. But thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Good talking to you. No problem. Thank you. Yeah, once again, Mr. Cobbs, thank you for for joining us via via telephone. We can't wait to have you you know, in studio with us. Uh, again, you're one of the most exciting boxers and, and sports entertainers right now, so keep doing your thing, and we can't wait to see you in your next fight. Thank you, thank you. Before he goes, uh, some words in Spanish for the Hispanic population. <laughs> <laughs> Con todos mis fans en México, te amo. Con todos mis corazones. Hey. <laughs> All right, All ladies right. and gentlemen, that was... Get pops away! Hey! <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that was Blair the Flair Cobbs. Thanks for speaking to us, Mr. Cobbs. We'll speak soon. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you for and joining. And look, to all my fans, you guys can check me out on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, YouTube, at Blair the Flair. And for more exciting content, BlairTheFlair.com, the most exciting man in boxing. Woo! Hey! <laughs> all right, thank you, Mr. Cobbs. Have a great day. Bye. 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 You want to stop it or you want to keep recording? Stop it, take a break, and then. All right. All right.